1: It is time for us to head to Philadelphia, longtime radio host in Philadelphia. He's uh, actually retiring very very soon like after the uh, the Super Bowl is over. Angelo Cataldi a WIP in Philadelphia joins us. Who'd have thought the Eagles facing Andy Reid and the Chiefs.
2: Very excited. Very, you know, the, the Eagles won They finally won a Super Bowl 5 years ago and nobody thought they were getting back anytime soon, let alone facing coach who was here for 14 years this is Bob's honestly this is almost more than we could ask for it's going to be so much fun I
0: was thinking about this the other day and I have these weird thoughts you know when you wake up like what we do Angelo at two in the morning or whatever it is and I'm staggering around I'm going how much better would this game have been though had the Eagles not won one yet and Andy Reid had not won yet
1: stress
2: yeah wow that that is so true But I'm not going to complain because when the Eagles won theirs, it was like the greatest gift we could ever have imagined. I I had already done like almost 30 years of radio when they did it, and I went through a lot of dark seasons. So, Bob, when they finally did it, wow. That was so – and then Andy did it the very next year. Well, why don't we just have it out, put one Kelsey on each team, and see who can win – the deciding Super Bowl, and that's what we're going
1: to get next week. How are the How are the fans taking it? I mean, did, did was there an evolution because the Eagles won, and then I don't know if Andy Reid winning made it better or worse for for Philadelphia fans. But did the Eagles winning it without even without Andy Reid uh, kind of erase any maybe bad blood there was with Andy Reid? Well, here's
2: the thing: the bad blood with Andy Reid is mostly me. All right, The fans, Bob, I did a poll this week on WIP, an internet poll, thousands of votes. 78% voted that they still like Andy Reid. Uh, And I did all the lobbying I could possibly do, and it didn't do a thing. It probably made it worse. People in Philadelphia still admire and respect him, even though he had 14 shots at it and didn't win. I thought for sure that that... Like, right now, Doug Peterson did win. He was here five years. Doug Peterson is not as beloved in Philadelphia as Andy Reid is, and Reid didn't win the championship in 14 tries. I've never been able to figure it out, but those are the fans. They like him.
0: Well, that's what I was going to ask you. How come Andy Reid, who didn't win, is more beloved than the guy that did win? Did it just go sideways with Doug Peterson and people were happy to see him go?
2: Uh, It kind of did. It wasn't, you know, Andy – Um, everyone knew when it was around year 13 or 14, he was near the end of Philly, but with Doug, it kind of happened fast. Like, he did lose the team the last year. He lost his quarterback, Carson Wentz. They went to Jalen Hurts at that point. Everybody kind of knew he he was on borrowed time. And um, people just, I don't know. You know what it might be? Just that Andy Reid looks more like a Philadelphian than Doug Peterson. He looks like one of us, you know, a little heavy from making fun of himself, telling bad jokes, stuff like that. That might be what it is, Bob. I don't know. I've never really gotten an idea because I never liked Reed. I didn't like Reed when he was going to championship games in our city. But the fans do. Go figure.
1: Why did you not?
2: Oh, God. You really don't want to open that can of worms. Let me just say, when he was here, there were incidents that happened that frustrated me. He uh, is a robot when it comes to news conferences, it never really answers any questions. And um, I just got to the point with him where I couldn't stand him anymore. And I'm, you know, I'm not real good at hiding my feelings. So, so I would do it. And uh, I have remained in the minority in Philadelphia for a very long time on Andy Reid.
0: How would the perception of Andy B in Philadelphia had the Eagles not won that Super Bowl yet and still didn't have any championships but he did. Would the perception have changed, or do people love Andy again now in Philly because the Eagles got theirs and then he got theirs,
2: his? That's a great question. Thank you. I, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard to say. Here's the thing, Bob. The way I have um, rationalized Andy's success in Kansas City with my very single-minded Andy Reid dislike is that that championship was won by Pat Mahomes. <laughs> I just I think that kid is so good, and he is uh, kind of his own coach. When he's in the middle of a play, and he's got to make the, the magic happen. So I've kind of I've kind of written that off as Pat Mahomes championship, not Andy. But the city, yeah, I guess if he won one somewhere else and did and did it in less time than he did in Philly, they would have done the math and gone, gee, Sandy, could you want one here? You had five NFC championship games, uh, but you know what? I'm, I'm the worst person you could interview, Bob, about Andy Reid because Philly likes him, KC likes him, and I don't.
0: We're talking with Angelo Cataldi, legendary talk show host at WIP in Philadelphia. And so... Looking at this game, I mean, I don't want to get into the X's and O's because, quite honestly, that's boring. But I know the the Eagles' defense gets after it with the 70-plus sacks. The Chiefs have got some weaknesses on that offensive line. Could this be a field day for the Eagles where they're teeing off and getting after Patrick Mahomes? This
2: is where we're in a real weird situation in Philadelphia because even when they won the Super Bowl, the Eagles were the underdog. They were facing the uh, mighty Patriots and Bill Belichick. Um. The perception in our city, Bob, is that the Eagles have more talent, that they are deeper, that they have good matchups. They match up pretty well because of what you just said. they got a terrific defensive line, and the Chiefs are pretty good but not great there. And, you know, the Chiefs got a good pass rusher, but the Eagles have a lot of them. So we kind of think the Eagles are the better team, and we are not used to that in our city. You know, I mean, here's the difference. I can even tell you why this is, that the Eagles have more talent. Because the Chiefs are paying Mahomes a lot of money. The Eagles are paying their franchise quarterback peanuts because he's still on his rookie contract. So that gives you an extra $25, 30000000 to bring in Hassan Reddick to, bring, to trade for A.J. Brown. They brought in like half a dozen really impactful free agents, and it gave them really good depth. So the Eagles may have a better roster. Now, you guys got the better quarterback by far because Mahomes is just nobody like him. But is he good enough to be able to be Mahomes? We're still asking that question. And I think what the Eagles want to do, Bob, is hit him and see how he reacts. And I think they will hit him. Quite a bit, because this Eagles uh, pass rush is the best in football.
1: More pressure on the Eagles because the, the Phillies didn't quite get it done?
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, the Phillies were more of a Cinderella story, though. Nobody really saw coming, their run. Although, still, it ended in disappointment, and you realize real quickly. Finishing second, especially in Philly, not good enough. That yeah, you will be quickly forgotten unless you take it the distance. And Eagles got 60 minutes left to do that.
0: Angelo, I think what we're looking at, though, are two cities that are kind of similar in the fact that we're always waiting for the next shoe to drop. Like, when is the bottom going <laughs> to fall out of this thing? I think Philly and Kansas City are very similar in that because we've experienced it, it a lot in both of our towns.
2: You, Bob, you couldn't be more right. But Like, the Eagles won 16 games this year, right? And we're going... Yeah, but have they really been tested yet? I <laughs> yeah. think once Mahomes gets the light of a, a real soft zone that Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, puts up, isn't he going to eat us for lunch? We are absolutely, as always, anticipating imminent disaster. And you know what? Over the years I've done this, Bob, more times than not we were right. <laughs> <laughs> it was disaster. It did happen.
1: <laughs> it's true, Yeah. It- but defying some odds, I think, as well, though, back to another Super Bowl with another coach and another quarterback yep. in a very short amount of time, I mean, that's that's beating the odds.
2: Oh, without a doubt. And this coach, you know, the first news conference he did was a national headline because he really had a very hard time speaking. He couldn't get sentences out. To go from where that was to this, wow. He is very popular in town. Because unlike Andy when he was here, he takes you inside his life. He talks about his dad and what a big influence he was because his father and his brothers are all football coaches. And he really, he's very personal about it. He's, in, in two years, I've never seen anything like that. In two years, he has become very Philadelphia. You know, on the sidelines, swearing, screaming, gesturing, doing the stuff that we do. And and that's the, the link, that's the link to this team that he has brought the fans in closer and he went from a laughing stock to the toast of the town in less than two years. That's unheard of.
0: Yeah, that's especially in Philadelphia, Angelo. That's not like coming, you know, oh. to Omaha, Nebraska and doing that. He did that in Philly.
2: Yeah, that's it's almost unheard of. And he is actually more popular in Philly than, than Reed was, or is, or will ever be. Unless Reed beats him in the Super Bowl, and then that'll probably slip. We go very quickly from one side to the other.
0: Talking with Angelo Cataldi of WIP. And before we let you get out of here, who's the better Kelsey?
2: Oh, wow. You really? <laughs> I right, right, hear the thing. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end I've ever seen in my life. And I'm old, Bob. I've seen a lot of tight ends. We did a show uh, down the Jersey Shore. This past summer, and uh, Jason was our guest for the whole morning. And Travis crashed the party, and he won over everybody. So I love that guy, all right? We would love to have him here. But Jason is kind of the the personality of the team. He's, you know, the underdog thing. And and I had him on this morning. He was talking about sibling rivalry and what they're doing. Here's the way I'll answer it. The guy, they're both going in the Hall of Fame. The guy that will be remembered more outside Philadelphia is Travis Kelsey because there's nobody like him. The guy that will always be a hero in our city. Maybe top five all-sports heroes ever in Philadelphia, Jason Kelsey.
1: You've announced your retirement. If Andy Reid beats the Eagles, will you unretire?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. If Andy Reid beats the Eagles, I may just not come back the day after the Super Bowl. (laughs) That may be the path of least resistance, Bob. No, I'm done either way. I'm I'm old. I've been doing this a real long time. Time to hand it over to the younger people. But I I had a great run, and I had a great time. And um, all I can do is express gratitude to this city for giving me such a great run.
0: The legendary Angelo Cataldi of WIP. We appreciate your time, my friend. Enjoy the shore. Bob, thank you very
2: much. I hope you lose next Sunday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love me some Angelo. He's great. Get over it, bro. He can't let go of Andy, right? He can't let go of it's funny, Andy. Funny, We
1: talked to uh, John Marks, his colleague, does afternoons in WIP. And he's like, yeah, if you listen in the mornings, it's, uh, you know. The rest of the day might not be as angst-ridden about Andy Reid as uh, somebody else is. So.
0: Yeah, but if Andy wins this Super Bowl, Angelo may lose his mind. Because not only does Andy get two, now he beat the Eagles of that Super Bowl. Oh, it's hope, such a big game for Andy Reid. I hope Reed. he retires peacefully then. Isn't it such a big game for Andy Reid, though? I mean, think about it. Like, he's never going to let you believe that it is. That Howie Roseman fired him, he's got a chance to kick his ass. I'm telling you what Andy's Andy's going to be quiet and stealth all week long. And then once that game comes, he's going to be hitting people in the face with play after play after play. I'd bet on every chief to have an anytime touchdown because they're all scoring 72, nothing chiefs, another chance to get
1: qualified to win a $500 dollars high V gift card. If you know the show, and can answer a bunch of questions in 60 seconds. You all think you can do it. Uh, Caller 61 right now. 913-586-7610 to play next in the morning. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. Liftmaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder Liftmaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every, every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs 610 Sports Radio.
2: Time
1: to play the game. Hour from now, it'll be our roundtable. Matt McMullen, senior Chiefs reporter, is going to drop by. Maurice Elston from Arrowhead Pride also will join us. We'll have a fun chat with those two in our roundtable coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. That's an hour from now. Right now, though, right now is your chance to get qualified to win a $500 dollars hy gift card just by knowing the show. Boy, the text line's been very cocky about this all week long. Yes, they have.
0: I ran into people on the street who have been very cocky yeah. about this all week saying, I long. I would have got this money. Yes. Well,
1: you got to call in. We yeah. called for caller uh, 61. We'll do it at 820, 830, 840. Right. So three more chances here to get uh, qualified to win the $500 dollars hy gift card just for knowing things about the show. Mm-hmm. You'll get 60 seconds to answer as many questions about the show As possible, whoever has the most among the uh, three during this segment qualifies to win the $500 dollars hy gift card. We'll do it again on Monday as well. And we'll announce the winner on uh, Tuesday's show. I talked to my guy I,
0: Barry down at the J yesterday. He goes, I would have gotten six uh-huh, of those uh-huh. today. Everybody's yep. everybody's pretty
1: sure of themselves.
0: Country Western superstar Gene Watson thinks he knows the show, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, I could have gotten all of those. Mm-hmm. Watson, yeah. yes! Mm-hmm. Gotta get on the phone lines, though. And it's hard to get through. I will say that. It's not easy to get through. But if you do, you have an opportunity to win what I think is the best prize we've ever given away. $500 at high Let's go. All right. LaDonna is our contestant. Now, I'm expecting big things out of LaDonna. I'm not going to lie. Big listener. All right. Big listener. LaDonna, the pressure's on, my dear.
1: All right. I'm ready. Pressure's on like Andy Reid beat the Eagles. That's exactly right. All right. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Answer as many questions about the show as you can. Are you ready? Sure thing. And go. What did Bob want to get in Lewisburg? Uh,
2: Cider and donuts.
1: What famous actress turned us down at the Super Bowl?
2: Ooh, Drew Barrymore.
1: Besides B-Dub, name a former producer. Steven Spector. We'll accept that. Where did Billy Coons work? Or does he work? Lowe's. Who did I once ban from the show? I'm sorry? Who did I once ban from the show?
0: Uh, Jason La
1: How many kids does B-Dub have? One. What was the name of the Iowa State fan who attacked Bill Self? (laughs) Uh, That I don't know. We had him on our show. Spell Fesco.
2: F-E-S-C-O-E.
1: Where does Bob work out? That's a J. Wow, that's a record. That's a record
0: right there. Got the answer. Six. Six. That's a record. Nice job. That is a record by LaDonna. Nice job. I knew she would clean up. Wow. I knew she would. Cl- I don't even know the actress who turned this down. Was it Jennifer Garner? It was Jennifer Garner. I was. from. Uh, I just remember it was some producer or something yeah. that turned Jennifer Garner. Astound. So that, not, that story, let's not. tell that story. Because
1: so uh, what did Bob want to get in Lewisburg? Donuts and cider. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, where does Billy Coons work? Lowe's. How many kids does B-Dub have? One. One. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Iowa State fan who attacked Bill Self, we had him on the show.
0: Did we have him on yeah, the show? Yeah.
1: Well, he answered the phone. And yeah, then that's right. He hung up. Yeah, we had him. Yeah. we had him like real quick. Yeah, real quick, and then he realized what what he's doing. Mel Weatherwax. Right. So Melvin, Melvin Weatherwax. Melvin Weatherwax. Fesco, of course, <laughs> does have an E F E S C O E, and. Uh, I once banned uh, John Rothstein. Right, from the show. Rothstein, we it, you know, college basketball insider has been banned from the show. I, I think never Lock and to him Four again. has
0: been banned. Lock and Four has has blocked me on Twitter. Lock and Four
1: was probably more banned by the station.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was.
1: Yeah, he, yeah. banned by the station.
0: He but. he's blocked me, and that Pete Prisco has blocked me as well.
1: Wow, yeah, that's a, quite a list. So yes, uh, Jennifer Garner once turned us down to come on the show. Uh, they were very nasty about it as well. They
0: really were. This it was, was the... right before they should have been nice to us because look what's happened in Kansas City since yeah. then. So uh, it was the New York Super Bowl.
1: Mm-hmm. And the movie, I, gotta, I don't even want to say it out loud because I've I still never watched it. It's that it. movie about the draft that yeah. took place on a day of Kevin Costner. Right. Yeah. And so uh, so Costner was, was milling around and Jennifer Garner was milling around. And I don't know. There was probably another actor that was in that movie, but. We were keying on those two, right? right? Those two, yeah. And uh, literally, uh, movie handler type comes up, and we're, we're we're asking, hey, could we get them on the show? And 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 they looked at their little piece of paper, and they they said, where are you from? And we said, uh, we said Kansas City. And I looked at their little
0: sheet again. And I go, Not big enough. Too small a town for us to go on with. And walked away from us. Haven't watched that movie. Won't speak of the movie. Won't talk of the movie. Won't look at the movie. That movie sucks. Excuse me. And if you're watching that movie, you don't like Kansas City. You're marketing a movie
1: to all 30 NFL cities. We weren't big enough for them. And we were not big enough
0: for Jennifer Garner. How how is it? How about now? How about now? Would you like to be on in Kansas City now? Oh, you would. You're not good enough for us, Jen. Do you know how many, how many games this town watches?
1: All of them. They're pretty dialed into football here, right? But you're not interested in
0: us, so we're not interested in you. So we have still never watched. I've never watched. You've never watched the movie nope. Draft Day. And, and, by Don't principle, by principle, I will never watch that movie. I hear it sucked anyway. Don't intend to. Don't intend to. Yeah, they were taking Gino Smith. One uh, so another all.
1: opportunity coming up in uh, a few minutes to try to beat LaDonna's six, which I think is the... Uh, that's the record. That's the that's the high right, right. now. Five the, was the previous record. Yeah, six, six is now the six record. Six would be yet. the record right, right. now. So uh, that coming up in just a few minutes. So if you want to go ahead right now, be caller 61 at 913-586-7610. Uh, get them lined up. Another opportunity to get qualified to win the $500 dollars hy gift card. So we heard from uh, from Angelo Cataldi in the last segment of WIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a huge Andy Reid fan. No. Whatever. There, um, there's
0: always one of somebody right. out
1: there, right? So I guess there's also a not a real big Sirianni fan. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's look. It's I, like the, Sirianni.
0: His opening press conference, as we've talked about numerous times, when you have that Disaster. first opportunity to make an impression, I mean, it was a train wreck. Yeah, it was bad. It was a train wreck. You even heard Angelo talk about it. The guy couldn't complete a sentence. Yeah, it he, was, he
1: was deer in headlights, if yeah. there was ever deer in headlights. Oh, yeah. Like when they say, what is deer in headlights? And they show the deer in headlights. Right. It was look, and then Sirianni's B yeah. on that one. Mm-hmm. Just bad, 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 bad,
0: bad. It was also, he was also back in the day, too. Uh, I saw him. He was like Todd Haley's Bobo here in Kansas City. Like mm-hmm. he carried Todd Haley's bag around. Mm-hmm. Like that's where he well, was on the totem pole. Now he's a head NFL I'm coach. I'm
1: saying some others have, have
0: elevated from there. Field Yates was also Field that guy. Field Yates was that guy he's as well. He's now a yeah. at
1: ESPN. Right. So, you know. Latching on to Todd Haley has worked for some, I don't (laughs) don't know for some, I I ran
0: from that guy should have latched on, I guess. So not
1: the biggest of fans, I guess would be of Nick Sirianni would be a (laughs) giant giants player, Julian, Julian love.
0: Oh my God. This is so good.
1: Who dropped by NFL network and uh, not all that impressed. So,
3: you know, he's a guy who really is doing a good job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster uh, from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, like, what's your reaction as a player, and that guy's doing that? I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's, he's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team, and they can succeed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dang. I, I don't disagree with any of that. He's in for a free ride right now. Yeah, he mm. is not for a free ride right now. I, I don't disagree when you have a t- Look, I, I've said it for years. I'd be better than half the coaches in the NFL, and I still stand by that. I would be a better NFL coach than 50% of these guys that are roaming the sidelines right now. How many of these nitwits have we seen come and go? Like, I couldn't do what Nathaniel Hackett just did and get myself a nice mm-hmm. Um, And so to hear Julian Love say that, it does make sense because, look, Dick Vermeil has said it a thousand times on our show, and I think he even said it the other day day when he was on with us. Hey man, I just tried not to screw him up. Right. And as as the head coach, that's kind of <laughs> what you do. We got a lot of talent and the Eagles are a talented team. Nick Sirianni should take the baton from Dick for on that one and say, I just don't want to screw him up because they are so talented. I can just potentially get in the way and I just don't believe in it as I don't believe in that as philosophy. I don't
1: believe you roll the balls out. I don't. I, I just don't 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 don't. There's too much that goes into especially football coaching. There's too much that goes into it that I say, well, he can just uh, stay out of the way and they win. That's, that's, that's far from the, from, from the case.
0: Yeah. But I think you also have to have really good assistant coaches yes, too. That it,
1: I think is imperative. And I think that and is imperative does. and he
0: does. They're all getting head coaching yeah. job. Not that that matters. Cause everybody who had a head coaching job interview last year, nobody's talking about this well, on on a successful team.
1: Yeah. Tends to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, outside I, the chiefs apparently.
0: Right. It's outside of here. Well, I mean, Spags has had his opportunity and look, the interviewed with every team six times so um, I, and Matt Nagy got a head coaching job and my Kafka is on the way to getting a head coaching job as well here probably in the next two years or so so I I think with 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 a guy like Sirianni he is a guy that has really good assistant coaches and sometimes you know the best head coaches I've said this before not about those X's and O's guys how do you motivate guys how do you understand each individual I thought Ned Yost was brilliant at that back in the days when the Royals won the World Series back in 2015 he knew how to motivate each individual individual player in my opinion like and and how to deal with the the things that cropped up you have to be able to deal with crisis you have to be able to deal with guys going through slumps you have to be able to be a people person I think Sirianni is pretty good at that I think he does a really really nice job with that from what I've seen from the outside maybe the X's and O's he may not be there but he's hired himself some really good assistant coaches. And that's what I've said for years. If I got a head coaching job in the NFL, I would hire the best assistant coaches out there, pay them the best money. And I would take a step back and I do the media meet and greet on a Tuesday and call it a day and let those guys work. And that was one of the biggest mistakes that Todd Haley made as the head coach in, in, in Kansas city. And we'll probably never get to really see him have another opportunity in the NFL as an assistant or a head coach. His biggest mistake was not letting his assistant coaches coach and do their jobs and allow them to have the successes. He wanted to be the ruler and get all the credit for everything. And that's just not the way it goes. Hire the greatest assistant coaches you can possibly hire. Let them do their job. Give them the praise. That's what a a leader does, man. Takes the blame and gives the praise to everybody else. I feel like Sirianni, just from what I've seen on the outside, I think he does a pretty good job with that all of his assistant coaches are out there talking about you know head coaching jobs now so good for him
1: yeah yeah I just don't believe it's as, as simplistic as get out of the way anybody could coach that team far from it far from it there's plenty there's plenty that can fail with a good roster <laughs> plenty of coaches that can fail mm-hmm. with a good roster so credit Sirianni. He's come a long way he a really has a long is. long way and again you don't you don't win the press conference you don't lose the press conference it's it, That's a fallacy, too. It's fun that we joke and ha-ha-ha about it, but he didn't sound like a guy that had everything going for him on no, day one. No, it was bad. It was
0: a bad on press conference.
1: One. Yeah. So good for him for bouncing back. All right. Opportunity number two. Joe is going to be our next contestant up with the opportunity to try to win you qualified to win the $500 Hy-Vee gift card for his big game spread, the official grocer of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can find a huge selection of Chiefs apparel. They're getting new stuff every day. Uh, chiefs plates and napkins, party supplies, chiefs themed cookies, cakes and cupcakes. You can outfit that whole watch party. from The folks at Hy-Vee with a $500 gift card at Hy-Vee would go a long, long way. All you have to do is answer questions about the show. So uh, Joe is up next. Joe, 60 seconds will be on the clock. You have to try to answer as many questions about the show as possible. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, let's go. What was Ned Yost's favorite food? Barbecue. What did Speck not think was a candy bar? No, no. Who covered Brett Veach Town? Bob. Or the old number one. (laughs) Maybe half. Who was once the third member of the show? Uh, Spec. Where is my family vacation? Uh, Iowa. What was the name of the song we performed as a parody of Ram It? Best. Danen and Bob are both from what state? New Jersey. What app can you use to stream our show? Honestly. What time does the show start? Uh 558. Not bad. The good run there not at the bad. end. I got him, him at four. A, he did have a very nice late run. He did. I got him at four, but it doesn't beat Ladonna's six. Mm, that's a that's a good late run. That is a Joe. really
0: good good late run there by him.
1: Absolutely. Right. Show starts at 558. That was good.
0: Mm-hmm. Ned Yo's
1: Saver Food, Casper's Hot Casper's Dogs. Casper's hot dogs. What did Speck not think was a candy bar? Hershey. A Hershey. Who covered Brett Beachtown? The old number five. The old number fives. He got old number one. Yeah, on old the number one. We gave that's fine. Yeah, I'll give him close. that That's close. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was once uh, third member of the show? Nobody's going to get this. We're not going to say who it is until somebody. Many gets of it. many of the answers are indeed correct. Spec. Where does my family vacation? The Hamptons. You guys have always accused me of vacationing in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. Not not technically right. He went Iowa. <laughs> I don't think a vacation there necessarily. Um, The name of the song we performed as a parody of Ramit was Chief It, which is perfect
0: for a day like today. It was perfect. Marijuana Uh, becomes legal over there in Missouri today. uh, Dana and and
1: Bob are both from New Jersey. That's true. That's true. The Odyssey app is where you can uh, stream our show, and it does again begin at five fifty-eight. Really well done. Nice job. Late run,
0: yeah. Good late run by uh, him. Four
1: for Joe, uh, six for Ladonna. Right. And uh, I don't know. Coming up in about let's say five minutes we'll get one more opportunity to uh, to get qualified. Mm-hmm. Text line thinks they uh, would have gotten more. Text line also has the answer to one of our questions that has not been answered that way just yet. So kudos to you on the text line. Yeah, you know, very good on the text you line. Know you know who you are. Who you are. Mm-hmm. So uh caller 61 right now 913-586-7610 will be our third and final contestant of today. We'll do it again on Monday as well and we'll announce the uh, the winner coming up on uh, on Tuesday. So OU and Texas aren't going anywhere just yet. I really thought they'd get out of this. But the uh the Big 12 is is uh, currently underway with its it's, uh, it's meetings, right? And amongst the things they were going to discuss was Oklahoma, and Texas trying to get out a year early. That's and right. And head to the SEC in 2024. According to Pete Thamel, longtime uh, college scribe, now senior writer at ESPN, the effort for Oklahoma, and Texas to leave the Big 12 a year early and join the SEC has stalled and at this point unlikely to come to fruition. Texas and Oklahoma will join the SEC in 2025 as the parties couldn't come to terms amid a complex negotiation between the two schools, two networks, that being ESPN and Fox, and the Big
0: 12. I love the fact that they say negotiations because I'm if I'm the Big 12, I'm saying this is the deal. These are the numbers. If you don't pay this, then you're not going anywhere. It's pretty simple. I'm, the Big 12 should not budge one iota on these guys at all. Screw you.
1: I'm curious if the way he lists it is indeed the pecking order. Go, go Negotiation through Negotiation
0: between the two schools. Right. Oklahoma and Texas. The two networks. Yeah. And the big 12. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's probably the net. Well, but the big 12 is saying you owe us 25 million a school yeah. per year. And the yeah. networks are going, we're not giving you a hundred million dollars or whatever the money is that you want, you know, for these two schools, you guys got two more years left, play it out and suck it up. I mean, you know, people talk all the time about like, like, you know, freedom of speech and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you have the freedom to say what you want, but you also have the freedom to accept the consequences. And that's kind of where I am with Texas and Oklahoma. You have the freedom to leave in the change leagues, but you also have to accept the consequences of that. And that may be staying in the Big 12 for the next couple of years and having to have a really bad schedule. Like, I think the Big 12 did them some favors by not making them go to faraway places and faraway lands. If I'm the Big 12 the next two years, I'm making Texas and Oklahoma go to UCF and Rice and Tulane and all those places they added.
1: And they, they are like, it's, it's, it's weird. The also next year's football schedule came out and I was kind of sad because the big 12 for all its faults got football right in the end. They really did when it was all said and done, which was they got to play everybody. Everybody played head to head. Mm -hmm. You had the entire schedule playing one another. It was kind of cool. The top two teams were indeed the top two teams yep. because you battled it out head to head. And then you got a rematch in the, the championship game, obviously of teams that have played each other in the regular season, but that was good. So the new schedule comes out and it's got all these new teams in it, Bob, right? And you don't play everybody anymore. You don't. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of sad. Like that was the one thing that again, it was, it would just happen stance because they decided not to expand but that fell in their lap and actually worked out pretty well. It really did. But the new schedule, I think uh I think KU plays 3 of the 4 new teams. I think K-State plays 2 of the 4 new teams and neither play West Virginia I think next season. Oh, they're and, still around? Yeah, they're mm-hmm. still around. Um but you don't play everybody anymore in the in the uh the Big 12 because now they're moving from from 10 to 14 teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least until now it appears 2025 Barring uh, a, a last-minute negotiation, it I doesn't seem like
0: they're going to get out of year early. Even. Why? Why did the Big 12 even schedule games for them? If I was the Big 12, I would say you got your non-conference, but we're not including you in the schedule for the next couple of years. Like Texas is going to go seven and. Four and playing the, you know the Doritos, you know uh, West Coast Bowl that's taking place in San Angelo because yeah. that's all they're good at. And Oklahoma is just not going to be the same since you know their coach left and and they're not going to do anything spectacular. So if I'm the Big Twelve, I'm just scheduling the twelve teams that are along for the ride. You guys are out. You can play your non-conference games. You ain't getting any conference games this year. I have not timed it with a stopwatch,
1: Bob, mm-hmm. but I swear. Like the the leagues all have their own commercials, their own promos for their leagues. Whether you watch oh, yeah, right. uh, ESPN Plus, and they'll have you know on the on the Big Twelve now they'll have the uh, a commercial for the Big Twelve, and you know the Big Ten Network has a commercial for the Big Ten. You know all the leagues have their own. The SEC will have their own commercial, and they highlight all the teams. I swear that the OU and Texas ones have been like shrunk. Oh, sure, like, every team, be. every other team gets like the same amount of like right. video, and that they they squeeze those other two, which I think is just so great and. Not really petty, but
0: it should happen. You know, you you, guys are gone. I wouldn't even
1: put them in the promo.
0: Right. I wouldn't either. UCF has been more relevant over the years than Texas has. So I guess I I guess
1: it's 14
0: for the next two
1: seasons and then (sighs) down to 12 in
0: 2025. Neither of those teams are going to do anything in the SEC. They realize that, right? I mean, I know you're taking the money grab and that's what it's all about because colleges is about just taking money from everybody. $30,000 a year and we can't get an original alma mater. Um, So they're going to go to the SEC and they'll be lucky to be in the middle of the SEC. You're not going to be better than Alabama. You're not going to be better than LSU. You're not going to be better than Georgia. Oh, they're got a tough time. Yeah. You know, you're just not like it's, it's, it, it, the, the days, like, I feel like Oklahoma may go back to those days of John Blake as the head coach, Ooh. right? Remember those days and, and and Texas may go back the way of, you know, before Mac Brown got there when they were just an average football program. So I, I just, I, I think we've heard the last of Texas and Oklahoma on the football stage. I think them being in the big 12, propped them up. It was an easier league to win for them. Now you're going to a real big boy league, and I just don't think Oklahoma and Texas are capable of playing with the true big boys in college football. I think they made a major mistake from an on-field stuff. But again, a money grab, go ahead and get it. But if you're not winning games, are your fans really happy?
1: Our final contestant of today. We'll do it one more time on Monday, eight twenty, eight thirty, eight forty. Chance to get registered to win a five hundred dollar hive gift card for that party spread. You just have to know things about the show. It's very, very simple. Our third contestant of the day today will be Ryan. Good morning, Ryan. Morning. 60 seconds will be on the clock. Answer as many questions as you can about the show. Are you ready? I'm ready. Who voices the who cares drop? Next. Which former manager had a song written for him that he didn't like? Yoast. No. What was the bar we would broadcast from in St. Joe during training camp? Uh, next, how many children do I have? Two. What day does Danon join us on the show? Wednesdays. What is Bob's wife's name? Donna. Spell. Klingler. That's my aunt. Yeah. Spell Klingler. A-L-I-N-G-L-E-R. What NFL insider and Orioles fan is disliked by our listeners? Jason Lockham 4. What singer called in after KU to sing Two Tickets to Paradise? I don't know. (laughs) All right. I got him for three. I got him for three as well. Eddie Money. Eddie Money. His picture still comes up my timeline every once in a while. RIP. RIP, yeah. We lost Eddie. Eddie Eddie. Money came on after singing the anthem. This not is even, Eddie. Not even sure he was invited. I'm not sure he just didn't show up. And they're like, Eddie Money's here. Want to sing the anthem? Sure, sure. Go.
0: go ahead for him. And he, yeah, uh, he did you. join
1: us on the show after that. You talking to Eddie? Uh, Bruce Weber is the Who Cares drop. Uh, Mike Matheny had a song written about him that he didn't like. I still don't understand. Do we have the Matheny song? Yeah, I, I have the I mean, Matheny it- song.
0: It- it's a great song. I mean, it's part of the reason why we had to move on. Well, he didn't like the song. Who doesn't yeah. like a song written about them?
1: I know. I know. It was a good song. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't like the Mike Matheny song. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Mike Matheny,
0: Skip it for the, the buzz in blue. blue. Teaching
2: loud lessons, catching bullpens. Session, he knows what to do, Mike Matheny, wearing number 22, with Winton, Alvin, Bob head, Bob Machine,
3: maybe we'll do a judge <laughs> with you, Mike,
2: Mike, 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 Matheny,
0: and he was like, eh. He hung up on us eh. when we played that song. The eh. man legitimately hung up the phone. Eh. Uh, Danon joins us on
1: Tuesdays. You should know that. Tuesdays at 830. Uh, I have two children. Uncle D's was the uh, the bar at, uh, in St. Joe. Mm-hmm. Bob's wife's name is Jen. And he spelled Klingler right. He so did. He got job. Klingler right. Nice yeah, job. Yeah. Nice job. You should get bonus points for that. You do not. So uh, LaDonna advances Out of uh, today's contestants. Nice job, though. Much better as the week is going on. All right, we'll do it one more time on Monday. LaDonna is registered to win the $500 gift card from hy V. We'll do it again Monday, 820, 830, 840. Our final opportunity for you to win coming up on Monday. Uh, Comedian Ben Bailey scheduled to drop by. He of a cash cab fame. He's going to drop by next go in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at rainerkc.com. 610 Sports Radio. I love how some people are misremembering things about our show. I mean, I forget a lot of stuff. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. the misremembering about our show is funny. It is really good. No, it was. No, I'm pretty sure I was here for whatever it was. <laughs> You're
0: going to argue with us yeah, about yeah, whether yeah, or not yeah. this was. No, we were here. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we've taken days off and things like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. How do you not like that Mike Matheny song still? I I, I still don't understand that. That's a good song. A great song.
1: And our, our friends, the old number fives, the uh, the house band of the show. Yep. I'm telling you, they took that one hard. They really did. No, they, I felt bad for them. I, I, I had yeah. I had to reach out, and I had to say, it's not you. <laughs> it's not you. It's not
0: you. It's him. It's not you. <laughs>
1: it's it's him. Yeah. For some reason, he didn't want to have a sh- uh, song about him. I think he was just embarrassed, I think. And he didn't know how to react. Because that was pretty early on in his tenure here. It was I his still, second year, I, I still, think. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. I
0: thought it was his first year. I thought we did it right out the shoot. No? I don't think so. I think the first year was the pandemic. <laughs> you well, know what? We couldn't have had a song <laughs> during the pandemic? No, I don't either. Did any, it lighten uh, the mood a little bit? No, no, it was not. It was oh. his second year. It was his first full year as the manager. Hmm. He was trying to have some fun. I hope Quattraro likes the song we created for him. Trucking. Down to New Orleans. Well, I don't think we've created it yet. Trucking. I think we left
1: it in the hands of the Old Number 5s. Yeah. He's a dead fan. So let's do something, yeah. you know, Grateful Dead related. The Old Number 5s will be at at Nighthawk tomorrow, 9 o'clock. BB's Lawnside Barbecue uh, next week on the ninth at 7 o'clock. And uh, Heroes Billiards on February 11th at 8.30. So just a few of the chances you can catch the uh, the house band. They're awesome.
0: Actually, I think I got a little bit of the Matt Quatraro song ready in my head. Okay. Biking out to the K. Oh. I'm biking. Riding all the way. I'm biking. So yeah, maybe but see, we...
1: they're more, I want to say, creative. Yeah,
0: of course. They have artistic yeah.
1: license to mm-hmm. develop a song in whatever, however they see fit, they know how to play. the They will actually create the own their
0: own music. Yeah, with I'm not it. talented like that. Rather I than, can change the words. Than, uh, than doing that, but Quattraro is a bike rider, so yeah, you, you know, biking out to the K. I'm biking. That could be your version, yeah. And we can go it. all the way. Mm-hmm. 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 Touch of Grey is too hard to do one too. I think I'd have to, I'd have to really sit down and think about that one. Yeah, not now. I
1: think I, I I haven't completely staked them with the with the task yet, the old number fives, but they were they were listening and we were kind of going like like dead vibes. Grateful dead vibes.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so I
1: think that they'll be some they'll they'll craft up something in that vein.
0: Or something yeah. cheers related too, you know. Cause he's a cheers fan. M A T T Y. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can do that. Yeah.
1: Sigh. I believe is his name. The, the yeah, jingle it guy. it was sigh. The jingle and, guy. Uh, and yeah. every jingle was, has, the exact was the same. Same thing. Was the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. M A T T Y. Yeah. Because he he tried to do it and he had C H E R S. Right. And they're like, it's there's one more letter. And he's like, well, this is all I got. Yeah, this, this is so it, man. This is all this I can do. Only, this is my only thing. Are we to believe the real estate guys?
0: Well, I think we have to believe the real estate guys. Because now Aaron Rodgers might be buying property in Las Vegas. Right. He's looking for a house. Yep. Allegedly.
1: Rumors are this is from Las Vegas locally. Okay. I'm just saying Las Vegas locally is the feed. Rumors are that Aaron Rodgers has already purchased a home in Summerlin. Are currently unconfirmed,
0: Mm -hmm. but 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 you know who's on top of things first and foremost? It's the guy at the airport, right? Which doesn't really exist as much anymore because guys are chartering a lot more now. And then secondly, realtors, right? The realtors. And if Aaron Rodgers had kids,
1: it would be they were shopping for neighborhoods with quality schools, with good schools, right? That's That's, that's always the one that that pops up, right? So realtor. Rumors are that Aaron Rodgers is shopping in Vegas. Not that you can't shop in Vegas for a a place any point in time. But if Aaron Rodgers is doing it. mm -hmm. And apparently uh, Devontae Adams. He's all over it, too. He responded to one of their tweets that said, which neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to? And Devontae Adams quote tweeted and said, mine. So he's (laughs) feeling. Let's go. So I guess the rumors of him wanting to get away from Aaron may be unfounded, too. I don't know. I don't know. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Joining us in studio, comedian Ben Bailey. You know him from Cash Cab. He also loves the Midwest and how friendly we are. Is that <laughs> correct? Oh, and
3: that is correct. Yeah, we, are, that is, we are friendly. We are very you guys friendly. are very friendly. We are friendly. Very
0: helpful. Well, it's funny because you live right where I grew up. I grew up in Wharton, New Jersey, went Wharton, to Morris Hills okay. High School. And I was reading that uh, you, you you grew up in Chatham and you know, live yeah. in Morristown now, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, and you're doing this whole thing about like the Midwest is so nice. I, I look for directions out here. And if somebody wants to give me a ride and give me meatloaf, yeah, and they'll bring you home, make <laughs> a meatloaf
3: for you. Pass yeah. yeah. sure. it over. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because sure. it's so true. When I took my first yeah. friend back to New Jersey from when I went to KU, we were in New York City walking around, and, and this car backs into a motorcycle and knocks the motorcycle down. Oh, right, and so my friend's trying to help this guy. I go, "We don't do that here. You just keep walking and keep your head straight. Yeah. Do not help that these has people Nothing out. to do with you. That's exactly Eyes right. front, right. And I told my mother that. And never the, happened, what, never what, happened. Never what, happened. Never happened. You keep going, right? Yeah. I kept going. He's like trying to help him up, and I, and I told my mother, "She goes, oh, my God, they'll fingerprint the bike. They're going to come after you. They're going to think you did. You're screwed. You're <laughs> going to jail. Uh, what have you done to yourself?
3: <laughs> yeah. Just keep walking, <laughs> man. You just just don't help people. Going. You don't help people in this." Part of the country. I think New Yorkers are nice too. They're just in a hurry. Yeah. Everything in New York is like you're slowing me down. Why are you slowing me down? Whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. But, it, it, uh,
0: it is true. So what was cash cab like, man? Because watching that was thing awful. was it was nothing to it's me. The worst oh, fourteen God, I had years to of my all life. These people in the car.
3: <laughs> it was good, man. It was it was a lot of fun. I, you know, it's it's like who I am now. Everyone's like, my name is Ben Bailey, but I might as well be named Cash Cab Guy, right? Which is okay, you know. Are you good cool. with that? I, you know, I'd like to one day host a show and not have to drive a cab at the same time,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, and not the other way around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but are you good with that? Because some people like, uh, we'll give the story that we've to- told all the time. Kenny Banya came in studio. I said, would you say it's gold, Jerry, you know, from Seinfeld? He goes, Yeah, I get checks every day for saying that. <laughs> like the mailbox opens and, 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 and there's
1: a check there. But then we you. had JJ yeah.
0: Walker in and we said, Would you say dynamite? He goes, No, not unless you're paying me. Right. And oh, he that's wouldn't interesting. say it, so. We ended the interview and sent him on his
3: way. Yeah, I heard that he's like, he won't he won't do that. And right. he'll get angry if he gets you ask mad. him to. Yeah. yeah. So I'm okay with it, man. I mean, I am I'm the cash cab guy. I kind of wish people knew me for my stand-up more because that's where it all started for me. Yeah. Like I realize I've been doing stand-up for almost thirty years. Which makes me feel accomplished and old, (laughs)
2: Uh,
3: but you know you don't get to choose what people know you for. So sure, I I I certainly don't want to be one of those guys who's like complaining about his TV show, right? (laughs) You don't get a lot of sympathy, like yeah, people like yeah, oh poor you. But are there still residual checks? As a question, question. No, no, yes. Uh, Well, okay, so uh, there was no deal with any unions through Discovery Channel back then. You know, most of their shows previous, uh, prior to Cash Cab, were like. The people on the shows were like historians and scientists, sure, and, sure. and then they changed and accidentally, as it were, had a game show on. So here I'm a comedian, actor, you know, I'm like talent or whatever. But they don't have any deals with any unions, mm. so it was like you know, the deal is what it is.
0: It is what it is, and now you're done, and so yeah. you don't even care if it runs anymore at yeah. that point. Well, in time. no, it's
3: it's good for me still when it runs. You yeah, know? and Cash Cab, has like the feedback and the, it's a happy, fun show, so it's it's very positive. So it's always nice to hear, you know, people always... Nine times out of ten, I have nice things to say about it. Yeah, so, You're yeah.
2: right
0: about that, though. A happy, positive show. You don't see that a lot, There's right? There's not a lot of those. I <laughs> yeah. mean, how many shows
3: begin with a body at this point, you know? <laughs> it's like half the shows or more than half the shows on TV start with a, a murdered body. Like, wow, what be, is going on, man? The, uh, I'm going to give away some money and fix this.
1: The Improv Kansas City uh, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, showtime tonight at 7.30. Uh, Saturdays at 7 o'clock. You can check it out, improvkc.com.
0: Yeah, how'd you get into the stand-up act? I mean 30 years is a long time to be doing something.
3: I stumbled into it, man. I moved to I was lost. When I was like 20, I was like, I, I was a mess on a lot in a lot of ways that I'm not going to get into. But uh I was like, you know what? I've always loved movies. Movies were my escape as a kid. They're they're what I love the most. So I'm gonna move to LA and try to get into the movie business, you know, mm-hmm. like a zillion other dumb young kids. <laughs> but I actually made it. I, you know, I I ended up being a comedian. Uh Because I couldn't get a job anywhere, even though I had all this great experience working in hotels back east. Nobody in. uh, Didn't translate? They didn't care in L.A. They were like, this is 2,800 miles away. I don't care what you did there. And there was like, there weren't a lot of jobs. I remember going to a hotel for, uh, there were three positions open. uh, And there was a line around the building, like four people deep. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not not getting this job, you know. But so the only job I got, I, I came out of a hotel that used to be called the Riot Hyatt. Right because all the bands would stay there and trash the place. It's got the pool on the roof. Mm-hmm. Now they redid it. It's a pretty nice place. But it's right next to the comedy store, which I had never heard of. Came out of that interview. I was kind of bummed out. Started talking to these guys that ended up uh, being some guys that worked at the comedy store. Offered me a job. The guys said, you have a good voice. Why don't you come and answer the phones at the club? And then I turned and looked at the club. I was like, what is that? You know, it's this weird black building with white names all over. I'm like, what is that place? It's like, it's the comedy store, man. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. So I took a job answering the phones there for like two fifty dollars an hour, you know? Oh,
0: my. And
3: awesome. uh, I, they would give you a couple of drink tickets at the end of the shift because they're padding the audiences because this is like ni- mid-90s. Like, there's nobody going. The weekends were pretty good, but the weeknights, the place was empty. Mm. So they'd try to get the staff to stick around to, to have some people in the seats. So I started watching comedy. I was like, oh, man, this is... This is me. This is, what I <laughs> this is what I'm good at, you know? And uh, I just stumbled into it. I was telling a story in the green room one night because that's where my desk was. And there's some comics in there. And uh, they thought I was a comedian. This guy says, how long have you been doing stand-up? I'm like, uh, I just started. <laughs> Offered me a, a, a spot on his show that Saturday. and I First I said no, but kept the guy's card, and I called him back. It was this guy named Skip E. Lowe who had a cable access... Talk show okay. that he did from a bus bench, and on the bus bench was a picture of him and an ad for the show. Oh
0: my God, that's awesome! <laughs> and
3: he's the guy I didn't know this until years later. He actually got a couple of guys started. Uh, Jay Thomas, you guys know mm-hmm. Jay yeah, Thomas? Yeah. This guy, Skippy Lowe, got gave him his start too. Wow, which we found out years later before Jay passed away a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Jay Thomas, great guy. Uh, the, the character Jiminy Glick. Martin Short's character, Jiminy Glick, is based on this guy, Skippy Lowe. And I never realized it. And then someone said to me, I was like, oh, my God, it is him. It is exactly him. But he didn't, you know, it wasn't a joke for him. He would just say the most awkward, ridiculous, give you the worst question imaginable.
0: What's what's the most random thing you had in the cab before they realized they were on TV or something that you couldn't show on TV because it was so bizarre and out there? Um
3: I think the the weirdest craziest cash cab thing is probably uh one day I'm driving i think I'm going up third avenue and uh there's this guy this huge guy in a purple rabbit suit, you know i mean he was like six foot ten three hundred and eighty pounds like he gotta huge, pick that guy up huge yeah yeah <laughs> guy's wearing heels and a purple rabbit suit with the ears and everything oh, yeah. Hailing a cab get, with, get with a cigarette in his mouth. Oh. This, is, this is hilarious. I, I gotta know. pick I need this guy this up. Guy, yeah. I pull over, he gets in. I'm like, hey, Rabbit, where are you heading? And he's like, don't call me Rabbit, baby. He calls me baby. Oh. He's on his way to like a nightclub or something. I, it's just the most awkward conversation with me calling him Rabbit and him calling me baby. And we're on the verge of arguing with each other. And then I hit the button and the lights go off. <laughs> And he changes completely, and he he just gets out and leaves. Like he he doesn't want to be seen on TV in the outfit that he's wearing. You know, and six we cents. just laughed the whole. I mean, everyone sat there and laughed for two minutes after he got out, and we were like, "Oh my god, I hope we can use that." Can but you we never ben, got a release.
2: Ben
1: Bailey is with us, Six Ten Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF HD Two Liberty and Odyssey Station. Yeah, that that I mean, if you see a rabbit
0: smoking a cigarette, six foot ten, do you <laughs> hope, have, to, you pick have to pick that person you up. Like there's there's up. no like no even question. if I was just driving my car and saw that, I would. Yeah, Probably pick that Dude, person. Get in. Up. I need to know what's happening. Yeah, here. we're going for a ride. I'll
3: give it to you for free. Fold your ears down and get in here. Yeah. And tell me what the hell
0: happened. What went wrong? Where did it all go wrong for you? Did you ever have somebody get in that was so aggravated they just wanted to get where they were going and they got stuck in this? Or did they Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Some people would be like, uh, I don't have time for this. You know, and turn that music down. So did you take him to where like, they needed yeah, to go? This is my music that I'm listening to. Would you I, take them to where they needed to go? No, no, just get no. out of But like, You can play, or you can get another cab, yeah. and we'll help you get one. But you know. but yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not taking. You. I'm not just going to drive you. We're not going to put the whole show on hold so I can get you to work. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so but hot big yeah. enough? Yeah, I was gonna say. Did you <laughs> yeah. have
1: uh, days where you had more of those than than takers? And I how long did it take uh, to shoot uh, an episode? Then if you had, you know. I don't think so. Crowd.
3: On paper, I don't think so. But some days it really felt like it. Like some, even after the show was known, sometimes I couldn't get anybody. Like I would be like, all right, let's start trolling the bus stops. I'd literally pull up to bus stops and flash the lights at people. I like pull up and back, and they just look. <laughs> that's like, New York in a nutshell. Because yeah, <laughs> it's a free cab ride that's on TV. Are you guys gonna? Nope, nope, not interested. <laughs> Other nights, people are like fighting to get in. You know, we had people following us around.
0: But that goes back to my mother because she would look at that. You know, my mother's always thinking, she's from New Jersey, everybody's screwing right. you. you know, you're getting screwed. They're right. screwing you. You're paying too much. They're screwing you. She would think that was, you were getting screwed if you got in right. that yeah, cab. Right, yeah, don't drive. get in don't there. Don't get there screwing you.
3: Yeah, as soon as you sign the paper, your yeah. life is over. That's right. exactly right. They're screwing you, you they're going to make money th-
0: off of you, and you're going to be dead on the street.
3: You're going to be out in the middle of 3rd Avenue in a rabbit suit. Right,
0: <laughs> 100%. Don't get in that cab. Like my mother, my mother thinks for my whole life, my mother has thought the cabbies were screwing you yeah, well, I, you know, pay somebody to drive me around we can walk and they, they and and they have they have walked uh, hundreds of blocks because they're not paying for a cab. I don't think my parents have ever been in a New York City cab.
3: They're probably better off. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they, people think that for a reason. The cabbies kind of classically would screw you. Yeah. You know? Oh, where are you headed? Oh, well, we'll just take the scenic route. Right. Exactly. Drive all the way around <laughs> downtown and back up. And yeah. People are like, wow, it's further away than I thought. Yeah. So
1: now it's, it's completely reverse for you. Now you, you travel the country as opposed to up and down.
3: Yeah. Major yeah well, I've been, doing, I've been doing this the whole time, you know. Uh, and, I, you know, I've kind of this year is like I feel like I'm really back you know, COVID. I was I was shut down for almost two years. So last year was pretty good, but this year is like, all right, this is. I kind of feel like I have my life are back you feel, again. You are know? you feel like? Crowds are that way too. Like people, people being back. Crowds have, been, back to Crowds have been amazing. People, especially at first, like people were so happy to be out. Like, Make us laugh. Like they're laughing at the setups. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. so excited to be out of the house. They're laughing. La- I haven't even gotten to the punchline, and they're ch- they're. I'm like getting a, an applause break. How's
0: you know? everybody doing? Yeah! yeah, we love you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's been great. I hope that continues here uh, here in
0: KC this weekend. Yeah, you got uh, tonight and tomorrow you're going to be you performing, hope. right? Yeah. What, uh, what can people expect out there at your show?
3: Laughter. Good. Laughter and good times. Forget about the parts of your life that suck for a few minutes. I promise. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's what I feel like my job is.
0: Yeah, it Honestly, is. it's
3: like they're coming. That's why I don't do anything political. You can't. I'm not inspired to write about that stuff anyway, so it's an it's, easy choice for me. It's not even that funny. I write about weird stuff. Uh, kind of offbeat kind of stuff. But, like, I feel like my whole job is exactly what I just said. If you buy a ticket to come to my show, my job is to make you laugh until you forget about the... I can't swear, can I? About the stuff (laughs) that stresses you out and freaks you out in your life and and causes you to, you know, to have anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like, I want you to forget all about that. Even if it's just for, like, ten seconds because you're laughing so hard, then you're better. When you come out, you're going to be feeling, you know, things look a little better, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's what you can expect. Laughter really. That's is what the best I will medicine. deliver, or I will be disappointed in myself. So <laughs> <laughs> it really has nothing to do with you.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, welcome back to Kansas City, and, and you, you won't find a cab. It'll be really, it'd be really hard to find a cab. Here. We <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah a right. cab. So we don't. Nope. Every, Uber. Every, I'll every, be Ubering. Everybody, everybody must drive themselves in our fine city. No real cabs, huh? <laughs> Very or just rare. a few, just very a couple. Rare, yeah. There's like one, one guy. <laughs> there may be two now.
0: <laughs>
3: there's yeah. two. He's very, he's one very... of them has lights in the ceiling, and he's pretending to be me. Yeah. Wishing he would. most cities, there's some crazy cabbie who's pretending to be the cash cow. <laughs> ben, thanks for
1: dropping by. Uh, ImprovKC.com for tickets uh, for tonight and tomorrow. Two performances, 7.30 tonight and 7 o'clock uh, tomorrow night at improvkc.com. you can find the tickets there ben bailey thanks for dropping
3: by thanks for having me guys uh, Have a great our round
1: is coming up shortly uh matt McMullen of chiefs.com and maurice elson of had pride are gonna drop by for the round table coming up next
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours